Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, January 18th. Thank you for joining, and wherever you are, I wish you God's goodness and love and joy today. Um, so grateful that you came to, to break open God's Word, so let's dive in. We're going to continue walking sequentially through Mark's Gospel. It's what we've been doing for the last week. I'm sure it's what we're going to be doing for a while. So today, Mark 2, 18 to 22. Mark 2, 18 to 22, if you want to follow along, let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The disciples of John and of the Pharisees were accustomed to fast. People came to Jesus and objected. Why do the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast on that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunken cloth on an old cloak. If he does, it pulls, its fullness pulls away. The new from the old, and the tear gets worse. Likewise, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the skins are ruined. Rather, new wine is poured into fresh wineskins. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So a lot of images in here, frankly, you know, especially at the end here. I, I don't know how many of us really are, are, are sewing pieces of unshrunken cloth on old cloaks or, or, you know, pouring new wine into old or new wineskins, truth be told. I, these are images of Jesus's day, not so much prevalent today. But that, I mean, there's wonderful, um, they, they point us in a wonderful direction. Let's start at the beginning, though. Um, two things I want to uh, mention today, and I'm sure this gospel could bring open so much more than what I'm going to do, but I uh, want to talk about that idea of fasting. So John's disciples, John the Baptist, and the Pharisees' disciples, uh, a tool that they used in their uh, faith life, in their religiosity, in their connection to God— was fasting. That has been a tool in the Catholic handbook for as long as we have been around. But the issue was Jesus's disciples were not doing that. And so the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees looked down on them basically and said, hey, we're doing this. This looks like a really uh, religious thing to do. It looks, you know, I mean, there's a reason Jesus and John, or excuse me, in Matthew chapter five, actually chapter six, warned against it, you know, when he said, hey, you know, don't, uh, you know, look all unkempt and everything when you're fasting. Otherwise, people will look at you and you'll have your reward, you know, because you're going to look holy. That it did look holy to the people, this idea of fasting and the fact that you guys are not fasting, that doesn't look holy. And Jesus, you know, is saying, hey, but the bridegroom is here. And, and we celebrate when the bridegroom's here, which, of course, makes perfect sense. Um, but what it points to me to, at least that I want to mention, just something for us to ponder is, what tools are in your toolbox for prayer, for connection? Because really, that's all they are, my friends. Remember that. If fasting brings you closer to God, praise God for that. And, and I hope you bring that tool out. 
But if it just brings you closer to your own a sense of identity that I must be holy because I'm fasting, well, my friends, that, that, that's no good. That's, that's, you keep that tool away from you then. Because if all that tool is, is leading you to or me to, is to our own sense of holiness, then we, th- th- then it's all about us and not about God. And so I go to that, uh, you know, wonderful uh, scripture verse in Ecclesiastes chapter three that every one of us knows, whether we know it from Ecclesiastes or whether we know it from the song by the birds. And I don't mean the birds that are flying around outside. I mean the birds, the rock group of 50 years ago, um, which is uh, there is a time for every purpose under heaven. There is a season, brothers and sisters, and, and what I'd urge you to and what I'd urge me to, pr- trust me, when I speak these things, I speak to me. And that is that idea of what tools am I using to connect to God and why am I using them? Am I using them because they're comfortable and I've always used them? Uh, am, am I using them simply because of tradition? Uh, am I using them simply because um, other people around me are using them? And, and so, therefore, I feel like I should use them. Hey, I want to be very clear, my friends. If those tools that you are using for prayer, and that may be fasting, that may be uh, Lexio Divina, meaning that you're just you're diving into Scripture and letting the Spirit of God speak to you through Scripture. Uh, it may be the rosary. Uh, it may be the chaplet. It may be uh, you're simply praying the Our Father line by line and meditating on it. It may be um, uh, centering prayer that I used before. Uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever tool you take out, if it is getting you closer to God and connecting you to God, and of course, therefore, connecting you to who you are in God, then brothers and sisters, that is a tool you need to use. And you need to keep using it until its season runs out. Because there are seasons for prayer and, and, and for those tools. Paul calls us to pray without ceasing. So, so don't listen to me when I say there are seasons for prayer. There are seasons for certain types of prayer. That's what I mean. And if the rosary now is... And, and I'll use that for me. For a long time, the rosary was just not a prayer that spoke to me and through which uh, the presence of God did not feel closer. I uh, did not feel felt. But now, lately, these last two or three years, it really has. And I praise God for that. And so it's something every day at the end of this, uh, at the end of this podcast we're going to use. But if that, my friends, that, that rosary is not a tool, that it, that, it, that it used to be but is no longer, that's okay. Set it aside for a time. That season may come back, and that season may have run its course before. But right now, God may invite, be inviting you to something else. There's a time for every purpose, and, and there's a season uh, for all these things. And so don't fast just because the Pharisees' uh, disciples and John's disciples want you to. If that connects you, that's great. But if it does not, uh, and you want to go to the breviary and, and, and pray that as our religious do and as our priests do, praise God. But if that is hollow and dry and you want to go to, to Scripture or you want to go to the chaplet, praise God. 
prayer and these tools are all about bringing us in connection and maintaining that connection. And they come in and out of our lives because we change, because our, our things around us change, our circumstances change, our hearts change, our lives change. Which takes me, my friends, to the second part. This idea of the sewing on shrunken cloth, on old clo- cloaks and, and old wine into new wineskins, all these things. Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. And I want to use Isaiah for it. And it's, I believe it's Isaiah 43, but don't quote me. It might be 42, but it's in that early 40s. Isaiah early 40s. He may have been in his early 40s when he said it. No idea. But here's what he said. Behold, I am doing something new. Even now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Brothers and sisters, do we look at God as someone who continues to do something new for us, that can do something new? Or are we in old routines and in ruts because we've always been there and we simply keep moving forward? My friends, our God is the bridegroom. Our God doesn't want us in a rut. He invites us to life. That's who he is. As I've mentioned before, that's his calling card. And he's always, God is always beyond us, always beyond us. I've used this quote before, uh, the old uh, Buddhist quote, if on the road you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. If we think we've got figured out, God, God figured out. If we know him, if on the road we have met him and we've got him perfectly encapsulated and we know God, kill that image of God because we don't have God. God is always larger. I am who I am. I will be what I will be. And God, in God's wonderful goodness, hides himself within his creation and is always coming to us disguised as something new. Our wonderful Saint Mother Teresa told us that God comes to her, Christ comes to her, in the distressing disguise of the poor. God comes to us, brothers and sisters, disguised as bread and wine. Every weekend, every day, we go to Mass. God comes to us disguised as the love of our spouse. God comes to us despised as the barks of a dog off in the distance, right down downstairs. God comes to us disguised in the joy and the laughter in family or friends. God comes to us disguised as the kind word or touch or action of a stranger or of the call of a bird or the sunshine or a gentle breeze or whatever it is, God comes to us disguised. But brothers and sisters, if we are so honed in on who God has been for us, we miss it. Or if we try to simply say, okay, this is God too, and we're still stuffing it into these old ideas and images of God, maybe God's inviting us to a new image today. And, and what he's inviting us can't fit in that old image, that old wineskin, that old patch, that old cloak, because it's going to tear. Brothers and sisters, God is always beyond us. And I know that's a scary place because it, 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 in some ways invites us to set aside an old image that may have worked well for us 
as as when we were in in elementary school, or an old image that may work have worked well when we were a young adult, or or in in our thirties or forties. But maybe God is inviting us to something new, because God is always bigger. And to do so, maybe He's inviting us to set aside that old cloak and that old wineskin because he wants us to put this new wine into a new wineskin. He wants us to stretch us into this full image of Christ. And even with what we, he invites us to today, it's not going to be all in all because God is beyond that too. My friends, today's scripture invites us into new ways. What season are we in now? Don't let anybody tell you that you've got to be in a different season. You're in this one now. What tool connects you? But in the midst of that connection, are you open to God being God in new ways? Because God is always beyond. See, I am doing something new. Even now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Let's pray. My friends, let's uh, bring our intentions before our uh, Blessed Mother, of course, and uh, place them in her hands, knowing she'll take good care of them. Place them exactly where they need to be. I ask you to pray with me for my brother, my youngest brother, Mike, who uh, took a bad fall today and broke his leg uh, badly in two places and is in the midst of surgery even as we pray. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, thanks for being present today, breaking open God's word. Blessings on the rest of your day, and I look forward to us being together numerous times this week as well to break open what God has for us. God's peace.